0: Today's MMA T company fight preview is with Ian Alston. Ian is going to be fighting Raiden Keller for the number one contender spot uh, at Art of War 18. That's going to be a heavyweight bout on May 22nd at the Sportsplex. Uh, Ian, I know that I'm interrupting your yogurt here, so sorry about that. But I'd like to know how you're feeling after this morning training session and going into this fight about nine days from now. Or, no, I'm sorry, no. eleven.
1: Yeah, I'm close enough, man. Uh, The yogurt's good, by the way. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. uh, This is the best shape I've been in since I came to heavyweight. You know, and I don't mean like I'm light. I mean like uh, I'm well balanced. Uh, Actually, you know what? I I had the exact phrase that I wanted to use was um, I'm not in the best shape of my life because I have fought lighter and and like I've had lower body fat percentage and things like that. But I'm in the most calculated shape of my heavyweight career. you know, I feel great in the gym. Uh, when we go to sparring and I'm working with the other heavyweights, I feel like I don't lose a round. Um, I'm always working to win those rounds and and stay dominant and just stay stay active. And 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 you know, it just feels good to be able to get back in the cage. That's all. Sure. Like just to have the opportunity, I've been very excited, uh, no matter what the circumstance. So,
0: yeah, I mean that is a very interesting phrase that you use because a lot of people see. Uh, the fighters like a Yoel Romero or mm. like uh, Francis Ngannou at heavyweight. And they think mm. like the cut up um, shredded six pack, um, you know, that guy is the one who's in the best quote unquote shape. Uh, mm. But there's a lot of different variations of that, right? And it doesn't have to always be uh, being cut, being, you know, having those show muscles. It's more of, you know, the gas tank that you have, the way that you exactly. can use your balance, um, the way mm. that you have those, um, you know, muscles that are really for, uh, grappling and, and for striking and not necessarily, uh, you know, what you look like with your shirt off.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, let's just to give a couple of examples, you know what I mean? As far as like, uh, before the reign of Stipe Miocic, we know he's kind of like a, mm-hmm. a, in shape heavyweight, so, so to speak, um, who were the, the greatest heavyweights that have been in the cage or in the ring? Um, Fedor, mm-hmm. Emelian not a ripped guy by any means obviously strong obviously naturally athletic but not the dude did not look like a supermodel with his shirt off he was he was a chunky guy you know what i mean after him kane velasquez kane velasquez was not a ripped guy he was not a a, uh some some nine percent body fat uh greek god when he stepped into the ring he was a little stocky little chubby but I, i think you know um what that speaks to is just uh what your reserves are like you said your gas tank when you get to the end of like well at, at a professional level 5 minutes at the semi professional level that we're fighting at uh 3 minutes you know what i mean like uh for my last fight with pat brady i could have done three more rounds you know what i mean like i i i, I was not tired at the end of that i was I, I mean obviously i'm a little tired but i'm i'm not i'm not gassed i'm not ready to collapse at the end of that fight i'm ready to, Ready to keep going. You know what I mean? I I I don't care what I look like. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I, I never cared either. I just always wanted to make sure that I had the, you know, the, the best tank that I could have and, and the best um muscles that worked for what I was trying to do. Right. I'm always, yeah. you know, more wor- more worried about can I submit people? Can I escape? Can I do these certain things then? oh, yeah. can I squat this or can I overhead press this or different things like yeah. that? Like sure that helps. Um, but at the end of the day, like you said, you don't want to be gas at the end of the fight
1: no of Um, course not
0: and you know speaking of of that fight with pat and just you know any fight in general uh, i think people see you know fighting fighting mma and they see people at the end of the fight and they're like oh he's so tired and yes right you are tired you get to the end of a three-round fight you're gonna be more tired than when you started i think the goal for most fighters is to not be uh, exhausted or or to the point where you can't pick up your hands or you can't do the things that you normally do in the gym Um, now the gym that you're at now, I see that you guys are always doing, you know, multiple rounds, high intensity goes, you're on the air dime bikes, you're doing these different things. Um, so is is that all a combination of what plays into your gas tank? Or is there one thing that you think set you, sets you apart from, from these other heavyweights?
1: I, I, um, I'll tell you what, you know what I mean? I used to fight and I've mentioned this in our interviews before Mm -hmm. at a much lower weight. And I think that's a big part of it is I came from when I was younger being hyper-conditioned at 195 or 205 or 210. And I naturally grew into my body as I got older. Um, It became harder to lose that weight and I got bigger just in general. Um, I think I've always had a very strong gas tank being both naturally a little more athletic than a lot of heavyweights or or guys who get into the sport a little later and then years of conditioning. But um, yeah, I mean, we definitely, uh, without a doubt, you know, with the system that we have down at, uh, the Daniel Gracie fight team is, um, yeah, between strength and conditioning, between the level of intensity we train at, our guys are phenomenal athletes. You know what I mean? They are training, even our amateurs train like professionals. There is no separation between our amateurs and our high level guys. They do the same training. We have the same intensity, you know, we don't train for, uh, three minute rounds we train for five five minute rounds we train for championship rounds we we're always training like we're going to go and take the bell from someone you know what i mean so it's um this camp actually has been a little different for me because i i before i would work out and do my strength and conditioning mostly on my own um either in a, a, a normal chain gym or you know in a weight room or something like that and this time i've i've uh both zeroed in on my nutrition as far as uh what i'm eating and what supplements i'm using and things like that as well as uh i've uh gotten with mike campbell who's down at daniel gracie fight team specifically marquez mma uh he's john marquez coach john marquez's right hand man down there um <clears throat> for strength and conditioning those are the videos you see um, us on the airdyne bike doing those sort of like mma specific uh conditioning exercises and strength exercises and i'll tell you what john um, I've never felt better. I've never thrown crisper punches. I've never thrown with more power. I have more oomph in my takedowns. You know what I mean? I, I really have just, um, I'll, and I'll, I'll I'll let you get to whatever you want to talk about next. I know I'm on a rant, I'm ranting here, but uh, I really do uh, think this is probably the most um, professional I've ever been at heavyweight as far as my preparation goes, which is necessary because Raiden is a tough, tough competitor.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, that uh, we are kind of going into what I wanted to talk to you about, uh, which is your approach to this fight. Now, it's been a little while, right, since you've been in the cage, but I've seen uh, just through social media and talking to you back and forth that you've pretty much been in the gym you know, training, regardless of having a fight or not. And uh, everyone around you, I see them posting different things about how you're constantly leveling up and you're constantly improving in the gym as well. Uh, So is it safe to say we're going to see a totally different Ian in this
1: fight? You know, that's a tough question, because as a fighter, you know, like, what you do in the gym and how you perform in the cage is always going to be different. You know, you're never going to step into the cage hundred percent what you've been doing in the gym the whole time, no matter how hard you prepare. But I'll tell you what, you know, since the lockdown and everything, we spoke right after everything shut down and, you know, we were talking about when things would open back up. I haven't stopped going and training ever uh, except for the few times when I had COVID scares or things like that. I have not stepped off of the mats for more than a few days at a time. You know what I mean? I've been consistently in the gym. I've been improving on the things that I, I was, I felt weekend before. I mean, martial arts is what gets me out of bed in the morning. It's my job. It's my life, you know? So it's, it's um, not something that I shelf. Uh, when I don't train hard, when I don't train with the level of intensity that I like to, I get depressed. I get, you know, I feel like, like, pardon my French. I feel like shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's, that's just the way it is. Um, so, you know, with the pat brady fight there were a number of things that we had trouble with you know there was the cage the 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 cage control you know what i mean things like wall wall control and stuff like that pat's a freakishly strong guy but um you know that's heavyweight some guys are just going to be freakishly strong and we worked on that over and over and over again you know for the rematch for whoever we because people are going to watch that tape and they're going to see that and they're going to say oh this guy's got hands but you know you put him on the wall you take away everything from him Mm -hmm. Um, I am not interested in being a one-dimensional heavyweight. I'm not interested in being a striker. Um, my jujitsu is good. I'm a purple belt, you know, um, under both Daniel Gracie and Julio Rosario, who's also, you know, um, an accomplished black belt with his own school. So it's it's um, you know, I I I uh I've tried to improve in every regard in the year that I've had off the mats, and I've had amazing training partners to do it. You know, I've had uh, Hamdi uh Abdelwahab, who is uh, an Egyptian Olympic I think junior Olympian, um, in Greco Roman, if I'm not mistaken, incredible wrestler. He fights soon for Triton fights. Uh, and he won a belt. I forget for what promotion recently. I've had Shelton Graves in the gym who is a veteran of like every organization. He's fought all over the world. Incredible fighter who's pushed me in those rounds, you know, and we have our, uh, I have Justin Haskell, obviously, you know, Haskell, yeah. um, who is, uh, you know, as far as rate and size goes, when I heard he was 6'6", it was kind of like a, you know, whatever kind of thing, because Justin is 6'6", and that's just the kind of people I train with anyway. Uh, and then we have our own roster of up-and-coming heavy guys at the gym. You know, the Daniel. if you're on the Daniel Gracie fight team, you're, you're no joke. You know what I mean? You're the real deal. So it's just, that's the way it is.
0: So it seems uh, pretty safe to say that you're excited to get back in the cage.
1: Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so you know you're fighting Raiden you said he's 6'6 uh, you know he's got an undefeated record we talked a little bit offline about he had a, a tough fight with Cody Gamble for 247 in his last outing um, so just talk to me about you know your preparation for, th- for this fight you said you know you know he's 6'6 you've been training with guys that are a little bit bigger I um, yeah, just want to know where your mind's at right now how you see the fight going if you do you know some visual- visualization or if you see anything specific happening you know where are you at right now mentally with that
1: so uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Raiden and I have had a pretty similar career trajectory so far, um, just as far as like what our early fights were like, we both kind of had like uh, early submissions and ha- sort of went on a tear earlier in our careers. Um, he's got good volume striking. I don't think he uses his length as much as he probably should considering he's so, so uh, goddamn tall, but um, he's, he's good. He's well-rounded. He's got good grappling. I've seen his tape. I've seen him work on the ground. Uh, i know he has submissions under his belt but you know it's it's um it's just going to come down to who's better at strategizing who has the just the edge when it comes to those sorts of things i think um, i am as far as heavyweights go i think i'm a high level striker um i think my striking is is uh better than most people on the circuit at my level you know what i mean so i think if it goes to striking. I'm comfortable there. If it goes to grappling on the wall, you know, he's, I'm I'm 265 right now. You know what I mean? I'm not small. I'm not 240, you know, uh, no disrespect at all to Cody. He came into that fight. He was 240. You know what I mean? So obviously you're going to run into an issue when You fight a guy like Raiden who is 6'6, 265, weighing in on fight day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't plan on letting anyone big man me in the cage. You know, um, I've trained with big man, I am a big man, so it's like you know, it is what it is. Uh, as far as visualization goes, um, I don't do too much just because I know you know there's the famous Mike Tyson quote that everybody loves to talk about you always have a plan until you get punched in the face, you know what I mean, and then and then it gets to where it's going to get, but there um, have a few things I've been working on as far as my strategy goes. Some things I've been sharpening, trying to take some pages out of guys like Kamara Usman's book, as far as like the fundamentals of striking go. Um, and, you know, like I said, I've been working on wall work all year, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm ready for anything.
0: Awesome, man. We're excited to see it. Uh, Before I let you go, I just wanted to give you a chance to shout out anybody that's been helping you along the way this past year and just overall in your career. I know it's been a rough year for a lot of fighters, and like you said, you've been able to stay on the mats this whole time. So uh, just give you that opportunity.
1: Well, thank you guys for legitimizing so many uh, up-and-coming fighters. You guys do a lot for everyone in the community. Um, You were my first sponsors. Thank you so much. And now I have many more um, as a sort of a result of that sort of legitimization um, to my coaches, uh, John Marquez, Daniel Gracie, Julio Rosario, my head coach, uh, love all you guys, Sammy Sanchez. He was mad because in the last interview, I did not shout him out this time. I got you, Sammy do not get on my case about it. Um, uh, to my, my brother, Justin Haskell, uh, he's going to be gone for a little bit, but, uh, he'll see this when he gets back. Uh, love you brother. Um, thank you for everything. And, uh, you know, everybody I train with, um, I'm nothing without my team.
0: Awesome, Ian. Like I said, we're really looking forward to seeing you get back in the cage. Uh, That's going to be May 22nd, Art of War 18, for a number one contender spot at the heavyweight weight uh, weight class. Uh, Good luck, and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you, brother. All right, thank you.